Welcome back to the Getting Grit Podcast. I am Brad Pohl, your host, and this is where we tell the stories of sinners and saints. Veni vidi vici, Caesar's words, and it remains the most frequent and quoted Latin expression, I came, I saw, I conquered. The less quoted Augustus McRae said, if you want any one thing in life too badly, it's likely to turn out to be a disappointment. The Latin phrase exceeds ye monumentum aripanius. The poet Horace wrote it, I have made a monument more lasting than bronze. Are you leaving behind you something greater than wood and stone? He was a man of little education in the books, but a lot more in life. Only 15 when he enlisted in the Marines, and somehow he picked up a little Latin language along the way. By the time I met him, he had become a man of hard knocks and a philosopher. He said to me, I see that successful people tend to set goals that are both simple and achievable, use them in some fashion like stairs used to climb a great pyramid. Plus, they have a tremendous sense of intentionality toward their enterprise and the people surrounding them. So I asked him about three important things, fatherhood, raising children, and asking your wife to dance. He waxed on, utile dulce the useful with the agreeable, or he who joins the useful with the agreeable wins every vote. He said, this is probably worthy in politics if you like politics. However, if you're a father and you practice this too long, you will not long be in charge. Practice this too little and you will be called a tyrant. Find some place in the middle that feels the tension from both ends. A little more here, a little less there. Never wanting to go in any one direction too badly. It's a survival technique if you're a father in his 30s, with life going by like a blur, raising kids, building a business, finding, you know, some small victories when everyone finally goes to bed. I said to him, but what about the small stuff that always seems to become such big stuff? He said, par angusta ad augusta, meaning through trials to triumph. The word augustus means worthy of honor or honorable. In practice, we might say that when someone has an august presence, they are bringing honor. You get the idea from understanding that there is value in trials and sacrifice because they produce virtues over time, but only for those who are willing to work in and through them to the end. I said to him, there's a lot of things that tug at a man in a bad way in this life. How have you found your path? He said to me, semper fidelis, always faithful. Again, the Latin phrase, and therefore old, but no one has put more heart and meaning into this phrase in these two words than the U.S. Marines. It carries a sense of fearlessness to those who have borne it upon their hearts, achieving the mission, intentional, honorable, faithful. These are words that seem to leak out when some Marine utters, Semper Fi. Bearing this motto yourself, always faithful, it wins the hearts of children. Because every child wants their father to be their hero, faithful, available, honorable, and fearless. Yes, it is really a very big job. And so much more achievable when the man works side by side with his bride. Remember, wives are people who feel they don't get to dance enough. Just get up the nerve to ask her to dance with you in this journey. Remember this first and foremost. There are two distinguishable qualities here. First, the ability to set simple, achievable goals, and second, maintaining a real presence of intentionality toward the enterprise. 
The DNA of these two distinguishable qualities are capable of producing three things. First, the skill of measuring the correct amount of words and actions that are useful and agreeable. So one might remain neither too lenient nor too much a tyrant. It's priceless. Secondly, remaining patient and honorable through the trials of life, steadfast in hope so that those around you might see their trials through and triumph because you stood beside them, asking them to stand beside you. Words cannot describe here how this will improve your dancing skills. And thirdly, always faithful, set upon the idea that love is something you do in the present. You physically need to accomplish love in the sweet now and now. This is what a child expects of you. And they could care less about who you work for or what company you run. Post hoc, ergo propter hoc. Again, the Latin. For classifying bad arguments based on logical errors like the rooster crows and the sun rises, arguing that the sun rose because the rooster crowed. As in, just because you bring home the bacon doesn't mean your kids care about the slaughtered pig. The family cares about you, your time, and being present. Yes, in some ways you have a terrible job. You're driven to accomplish your work. Your work provides for your family. Your family needs 100% of you. Your job is only asking that you give 110%. You've done the math. But the best way to aim a gun is not looking down the barrel of the gun. It's aiming through the sights at the other end, remembering that even the best marksmen miss on occasion. But if you're driven to raise a family that burns with a desire to seek after Jesus and his righteousness, aim well, pray often, hold your breath, and squeeze slowly. Our legacy matters because it is more precious than bronze. Therefore, we should trust in what we read in the Psalms. Children born to a young man are like arrows in a warrior's hands. How joyful is the man whose quiver is full of them. He will not be put to shame when he confronts his enemy at the gates. Preparing warriors, this is what makes fatherhood the greatest job in the world. My old friend Edward Leon was worthy of honor. He quoted the never-aging Augustus McCray as he walked out the door. If you want any one thing in life too badly, it's likely to turn out to be a disappointment. The only way to live life is to learn to like all the little everyday things. The old story goes, as the Apostle John grew older and the light in his eyes began to dim, he spoke very simply of the same thing, love one another. When asked why he always repeated the same lesson, he answered, because that is what Jesus taught us. Isn't it the simple things that wash away the dust from the soul that clutters our view? Ain't it so? This is Getting Grit signing off. I hope you'll come see us at www.gritquest.com. Blessings to you all. Dominus Vobiscum.